7 o'clock tomorrow night on the East Dock. Make sure he gets it right. But it's alive! And everyone on the planet is going to line up to appreciate it and everything done. People would say they could see the fleas. Oh, I could see the fleas. Mommy, can't you see the fleas? Are, are these characters uh, auto-erotic? No, no, no. Come on! Hello and welcome back to a special update episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and today we're going to talk all about the uh, newly released toys that are coming out soon that was at the uh, Toy Fair this uh, past weekend. And uh, we are so excited about it. We can't wait to talk about it. I've brought on Aaron Beyer here to help, uh, help me discuss all this. We kind of are doing this on a whim. Don't have a ton of details per se, but kind of just wanted to give some general reactions. So uh, how you doing, Aaron? I'm doing really good. Uh, I apologize for my audio quality. I'm actually, I had it out of town. I don't have my podcasting equipment. So you were talking to me via phone. <laughs> it's all good, man. I, it doesn't matter to me. You sound great. So that, that's good. But what, man. Uh, what do you think, man? Like we just, I just, we just got hit like hardcore, like a comet that just hit the earth and <laughs> upset everything. Uh, yeah, this is insane. Yeah, man, it is. It's crazy. I like this is it's it's like Christmas Day. You know, it's it's unlike anything we've seen. And it just the thing is, like for Fallen Kingdom, this whole, uh, you know, marketing and this everything around Fallen Kingdom is blowing us away, which is really crazy. And it's unlike we've ever you know seen before, even with Jurassic World, nothing to this expectation level. Um, you know, the, that marketing campaign they did, you know, before, when was that? That was in December, just like blew us away. And these trailers have been pretty great. And now the toys are blowing us away. It's, there's just so much to look forward to so much money to spend. It's going to be outrageous. I don't, I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm like looking at my bank account and being like, uh, there's no, I mean, there's no way. I mean, I have a kid now, so I can say like, all right, well, we're going to buy a lot of these toys for the kid, but uh, I don't know if that's going to, you know, uh, actually work. So <laughs> we'll see, but it's, this is nuts, man. Yeah. My first reaction to this was I have not been this excited for Jurassic Park toys since 1997 when the Lost World came out. Like these look fantastic. And this totally looks like I can just imagine a kid in, you know, a seven-year-old kid in 2018 Christmas uh, just sitting down under the Christmas tree and literally starting their own toy Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. But, like, it's phenomenal. The The size of the collection is massive, and they all look great. They all feel like they've got a little bit of that old Kenner spirit to them, um, you know, not – not a hundred percent accurate to what Kenner was and it's never going to be. And I think that's the thing we all have to realize it's never going to be identical. Mm -hmm. Um, fans a while back asked for it to not be identical. You know, we didn't want repaints and, and re refurbs and stuff like that. It was, they wanted new things. Well, here we have new things. And honestly, I think for, um, you know, 2018 toys, not a huge monstrous, uh, market and I think what they're giving us is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Kind of the toy market is a little weird these days. Star Wars has actually been struggling a little bit uh, to sell toys, 
And it's just a different world. And we cannot go into this expecting Kenner stuff. We can't go into it expecting the same sizes, the same feel, all that stuff. And the nostalgia we have for all of these things. You know, they might not even be the greatest things in the world. But they have that nostalgia for us because a lot of us were kids you know, pick these up at the right time. Our parents got them or we were able to buy them on our own. And it was just the the right mixture of things to make those the perfect toys. But right now, these are the perfect toys for, like you said, 2018, for Christmas, for birthdays, everything. It's going to be amazing. And I, I have like multiple levels of excitement here, different levels, because on one hand, I'm excited to buy these. I'm excited to see this like come to life for me because like, we we collect these toys, and I have many of them here on my shelf on my desk, and I can't wait to add more to that. Uh, on the other hand, I'm so excited, like you said, for kids um, because now kids everywhere are going to be us, you know, back in 1993. And that's really exciting to see and to think about, you know, kids doing all that stuff, becoming the fans that we are now, you know, so in another 25 years, they'll be us, you know, doing their own podcasts or doing whatever about, you know, these movies and and everything. And it's very exciting. And then I'm also kind of scared because, because of us, because everybody that's been clamoring for toys, all of us old kids, I'm afraid we, I don't want to like clear the shelves at, at the same time, you know? I don't want to clear the shelf so that these young kids don't have a chance because I'm afraid that very well could happen depending on the supply and the demand and all that. I I don't know what they're going to be producing right off the bat. You know, sometimes they try to temper their expectations. Sometimes there's too many toys. Um, So I'm kind of nervous that kids these days might not get the opportunity because of us old kids that are going to put them on shelves. Well, I think it's safe to say that whatever whatever comes out in wave one um, will – there will be a lot of, and so what I'm excited about, for, like for oh. the most part, is that they're they're releasing dinosaurs that I think are going to actually fit nicely into my Kenner collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm specifically talking about the Carnotaur, uh, the Baryonyx, and the Gallimimus. And what I like about those three is that those are dinosaurs that in the Kenner line are actually very very expensive, um, but, like in the aftermarket. Uh, you know, post the movies 25 years out, right? They're very expensive to get. So. For instance, I have a Carnotaur, but I bought that as with a collector's mentality of like I only have one because I couldn't spend I, – I can't spend that kind of money. I mean I think now they go for at least they're, – they're over $100 to, to get one with the dino damage piece. Um, you know, So you know, me as a fan of creating my own toy park, right? Like I'm excited to get like two or three of these Carnos and the same with the Baryonyx. And by God, I'm going to buy at least 10 Gallimimus like – I think I bought like I want to say I bought like almost a dozen ankylosaurs for the last movie because I thought those looked kind of good, you know, um, you know, in in that line. And I bought a bunch because there was never an ankylosaur toy um, for the original mm-hmm. line. So you know, the, these three in particular, I can't wait to get my hands on. Um, I think they look fantastic, and I, I'm looking forward to buying multiples of some of these. Yeah, and and I think that supply is it hopefully should be fine. I mean. 
we've seen different things like, uh, you know, the Phantom Menace came out, you know, back in the day and, and people were so excited to buy new Star Wars toys. And then so many toys were left on the shelf. Similar things happened with The Force Awakens recently. Um, it kind of dwindled out, and now there's sometimes not enough things available. Um, so I'm hoping everything is stocked well. The shelves look good. There's plenty of you know stock available for people so those kids can actually buy stuff. Um, and uh, I think I th- I'm pretty confident in saying that this is going to sell very well, and uh, there's going to be plenty of expansion on these toy lines. You know, there's going to be second waves and third waves and all that stuff. I think I think it's going to be very good for Mattel. Yeah, you know, I'm just looking at the collection now, and it's like there's dinosaurs that on here that are here. It feels like solely for fan purpose. Like uh-huh. uh, the Met- yeah. is it Metrocanthosaurus or something? Uh, yeah, the one that starts with a pronounce. Name, right? <laughs> and the only time I think we've ever seen reference to that dinosaur in the Jurassic Park movies is in the very first movie um, in the cryo chamber sequence. It's like written down on a piece of tape. Like it was random. Like it's never been seen on screen. And so now there's a toy of it. That's phenomenally awesome. And this Stiggy Moloch, is that how you pronounce that one? I don't know. See, I don't know until I get the little collector card that tells me how to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, we've never had one of those in, in the, in the Kenner line. So it's really exciting to see that. I can't wait to get multiples of that one too. Mm-hmm. This collection is extensive, and I'm hoping that buyers at like Amazon and Big Bad Toy Store um, and Entertainment Earth are going to be buying up a bunch of this stuff for pre-orders because I'm going to pre-order as much as I possibly can. Yeah, so let's kind of go through some of this stuff too because there's there's like endless stuff to kind of talk about. Um, let's start with the biggest, the the biggest and best looking piece. I think that's part of this line is that super colossal Tyrannosaurus Rex. The thing is three feet long and it's, I'll, I'll say like 100% positive, the best representation of a T-Rex and specifically that Jurassic Park, Jurassic World T-Rex in any of the toy lines. It's amazing. And it has, this is the crazy thing. So they're selling these, these tiny dinos, which are, I feel like they're kind of like the grab bag size or, or even the baby the baby uh, dinosaur size that came with the old Kenner stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You can fit 20 of those things inside this thing's stomach. And the humans, you can fit 10 of those, not together, so separately. You can either fit 20 mini dinosaurs or 10 f- human figures. Um, this thing is $54.99. Uh, that's that's a, a big price, but it's a big piece that's three foot long and it dwarfs the bull T-Rex, which is, I think that's probably the biggest piece we had prior to this, right? And it's essentially the same thing because you can eat these these uh, figures and dinosaurs and all that stuff. goes through the mouth, into the stomach, and there's a, a breakaway piece on the bottom of the stomach. And uh, the mouth actually expands it contracts it you know it goes fully closed fully open um it has different pieces on the inside the tongue is like a soft plastic i think um and yeah it looks stunning and it looks like it stands well so that's a good thing the the piece that kind of concerns me is the breakaway stomach it seems like a very hard plastic and we all know um, any kind of piece that detaches from any of these dinosaurs that we've ever had gets lost or broken. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. At least the bull T-Rex had the pry-apart stomach. It just was like a very soft rubber that you could just 
throw your hand in there, get it stuck, and uh, pull out whatever figures. And yeah, you couldn't fit 20 mini dinosaurs, but uh, it was a, it was a great toy back then. But this thing just is incredible. Yeah, you know, I think this will actually look really good in any collection. However, to me, this is like a really neat one-off because I don't really feel like it fits in scale with any of the other figures they, no. they release. So this is totally a hero piece one-off um you know get get a kid the best t-rex for the holidays right like that's what that's what this figure is um unfortunately i think it's the best looking one uh, of the i want to say the three that they released um mm-hmm. yeah absolutely but you know i i don't know i mean again as an adult i'm gonna probably gonna buy all i'm probably gonna at least buy no who am i kidding i'm gonna buy all three of these things so like <laughs> It really doesn't matter to me, especially because to me, like the bull T-Rex and the red T-Rex, those are my T-Rexes, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, this one is really cool. This one definitely just destroys any T-Rex that's been made since the the bull T-Rex mold. Um, and in my opinion, the bull T-Rex paint job. Uh, this thing is amazing. It looks like uh, Rexy or Roberta, however you're you're feeling on any given day. Uh, it looks like that animatronic. Um, when it opens it, its mouth, it looks like the 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 T Rex from the trailer just you know jaws wide open and roaring. It's really really cool. Um, yeah. I'm it excited actually, for this one. It looks a lot like the Chronicle piece to me. <laughs> like standing there, I I don't know how that thing looks in person for you, but for me, like looking at these pictures and videos and stuff, it looks similar to that size and, and style, and I love it. I think it looks amazing. Well, that's really exciting. Like I'm, man, I'm so super thrilled. I, I posted a photo of, uh, there was a video going around of, of a guy, um, like holding all the figures and, and he's not like a, he's not a small guy, but he's not like a huge, huge guy, but he's not small by any stretch of the imagination. And I posted this photo, he's like holding it. I'm like, that toy is huge. And I'm like, this is not a small guy that, that like is holding it. And this thing just looked like it's a monster it to this, this half guy his holding body. it. Half the guy's body. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely phenomenal how big this thing is. Like, I cannot look, wait to see this thing in stores. Looking at the thing, I, I feel like if I if you're playing if you're like facing off with this Rex and the Red Rex, I feel like this thing will fit at least up to the arms, like the entire Red Rex in its mouth. It's ridiculously big. Uh, I I just oh my god. Um, and like you said though, it's it's very um, different size, so it kind of is off the spectrum like a different toy, but. I think it's going to be the Red Rex for kids. You know, today, kids are, will talk about this toy as their favorite toy ever. You know, I, I think that's going to be the case. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm going to get one of these for my nephew for sure. I mean, yeah. he may not be old enough uh, when it hits the shelves, but I stored him the play school, uh, you know, T-Rex. I'll, I'll store this one for him for a little while. Like, this is an awesome toy. This is, again, this is, like you said, it's the T-Rex toy of the generation, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to move over to the next one here on my list um, and stay in that same uh, genre, I guess, because the other biggest one, which is um, – I don't think it's bigger, but it's massive is the the Mosasaurus. Dude, I mean, I mean, you've gotten a look at this thing. How incredible is this Mosasaurus? I freaking can't wait. Like <laughs> – Holy crap. The, the the Mosasaur from the Jurassic World line was such a disappointment. It only fit in scale with the smaller, well, the medium-sized Indominus Rex. One that, the Indominus that actually looked really good. Yeah. Um, but it was it was one of the medium-sized figures. The It came with like a random submarine toy. And the people that, were, that came with it were like 
the size of like the micro machine people or like the whatever those little poly pocket yeah. things that we had as kids like they were like that size and that was so disappointing now did that stop me from buying three of them when i saw them on shelves at walmart and knew they were going for 80 dollars online no absolutely not but holy crap this new one's massive it's it does it like doesn't make any sense i just i i love mattel i gotta say i love you guys because this doesn't make any sense. That Rex doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. But it's but absolutely it amazing. The, like, mo- the Mosasaur in Jurassic World like dwarfed the T Rex. Well, the yeah, yeah. That's what made that. That's what made that <laughs> jump at the end so great. It was like the T Rex and the Raptor about ready to go fight this thing off. This massive fish dinosaur like comes barreling out of the water and just tears this thing down like no big deal. This toy is amazing. This is like this gives me hope that one day, one day, one day, I'm gonna get a big brachiosaur toy because if you look at that toy oh, and then man. how they break it up to fit in the box and yeah. on the shelf for i think what like 30 dollars yeah 29.99 dude i cannot wait for this this is this, this is gonna is be awesome day one man these two dinosaurs day one pickups like i don't i don't need anything else maybe on day maybe on day one but i need these two like and i, no, I would have looked thing, at though. this and thought this was 54.99 or whatever the other one was as well but it's 29.99 which is even better so it's massive it's beautiful it's it, it actually has real feel skin um so i mean i don't think it's going to be comparable to the kenner stuff but it's going to be a softer plastic maybe maybe more so like the uh the the bull t-rex i think yeah, well, I think it'd be a little harder than the bull T Rex. Maybe. But, yeah. I mean, it's just massive. It looks like the it looks like the maquette. Really, it doesn't really look like the finalized like, CG version, mm-hmm. but it's massive. And like, even compared to like the the old Kenner uh, human figures, it's gonna be monstrous. And we know we know for a fact now that the human figures are a little bit smaller, which we'll go into that later. But um, the new human figures are a bit smaller. But still, the way that they were creative enough to put the breaking points on this toy so that it can fit in a realistic box and keep it at a good price point. Mattel is nailing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, th- I think the, the way that they're packaging these things is pretty amazing as well. Um, and I think that one is, it's pretty awesome how the way they package that thing and it's just standing straight up. It's not like a long package. It's a tall package and it sticks out like, dude, it's like, I'm so reminiscent of, the nineties with this, the, uh, the packaging that they're using for all these dinosaurs. It's, it's really amazing. I mean, some of them are still out in the open, which is always a bad thing. But I think with these dinosaurs, the good thing is that like, they're pretty solid looking. Like there's not a lot of pieces that are going to break or things that are going to happen with them. Um, they look pretty good, but I just, I love the packaging. Yeah. It, the packaging is absolutely phenomenal. Like you've got Owen in, in blue, like that, uh, that really cool image of them. Um, Mm-hmm. It, it's got like a really neat like it's got that lava uh color palette going on um this man it's so well done it's just like it's almost like they you know got on the internet and read what fans thought of hasbro and uh maybe watched a certain podcast video about what <laughs> we wanted um in a jurassic world line like it's absolutely phenomenal and and as we get smaller in the line it doesn't get any worse like some of the, these toys are absolutely fantastic. I know, um, you know, yeah, when we made the uh, congratulations video for Mattel getting the line and all that, uh, I know they got it directly and, and shared it around the office. So um, maybe, maybe they took some of that to heart and really created what the fans want. And that's what it seems like. Um, that's really what it seems like. 
Yeah, so let's see. As we come down from the bigger, well, let's talk, let's talk about this other T-Rex, this one that's got all the breaking points, the one that fits into the scale mm-hmm. uh, of everything. What do you think of this one? Um, well, I'll say, you know, images of that have been floating around for a little while, and I was nervous. You know, I was very nervous of this toy line, just in general, because we we've we come from a past of great toys and then we came from Jurassic World toys which were very disappointing and then i you know you see this image floating around you know basically illegally but it was out there and i was very afraid because of all those detached points and uh you know the neck it's got one right along the neck it's got one on like the midsection of the body below the arms it it's very jarring i i th- honestly if I'm going to pick between this and the stomp and strike, I'm picking the stomp and strike. Um, Ooh, uh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. Um, I don't know. I got to get my hands on it, I guess, but I, I just I just don't like that disconnect of the body. But that's – it's it's really not a big deal. Like it's not a big deal to me. But um, I'm not going to pick this one up, I don't think. But um, it, it, that disconnect is a little strange for me. Now we should, you know, disclaimer: we've not actually seen these toys in person, so this is all just first look, first impressions, uh, basically a photographs and videos from around the web. I personally, this is actually just for you. This is a miss for me. Um, I think looking at it directly from the front looks a little bit wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely hate the breaks in the tail and the body and the neck. Like I get they want it to do all kinds of crazy movement and and uh, like poses and all that stuff, but. Again, I'm old school. I'm classic. Like, give me a single, single body pose. piece yeah. with, you know, some rubber that you can bend the head, you know, your way. Am I going to pick this up? I don't know. I mean, only because it's in scale with everything else. However, I don't know about that T-Rex that, like, comes apart with all the different, like, blood and organs and stuff like that. I don't know what scale that is or how seamless that one ends up looking. So we'll have to see. Um, I yeah. really don't know what to expect with with any of these T-Rexes really because I'm afraid that like – I'm afraid that the one that's in scale is just too busted looking and I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah. I'm afraid that the the colossal one is just way too big. Um, the T-Rexes are going to be a bit of a hard sell for me on this one. Here, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> I know I just said this is like probably a pass for me too. Um, but I, I also have two stomp and strikes. I have one of the normal uh, non-stomp and strike T-Rexes and I have the hybrid – um, I guess normal uh, T Rex from the Jurassic World line. So that's four T Rexes I bought from the, that line. Um, so I guess this will probably end up in my collection at some point. But I'm just gonna say I don't love it. So um, that's that's where I stand on this one. And uh, but it is nice that it has the stomp and roar effects. It does look fun in action. Like if you watch people playing with it, throwing around the figures, it looks good. But um, I don't know. It's just not my thing. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Let's head on. Let's head on down then to like some of the the next size. So I'm talking about the Carnotaur, uh, the Baryonyx, and like the Stegosaur, the ones that I would consider maybe to be like the equivalent of um, the original Triceratops and Stegosaur, and like the screaming uh, ones from the original Kenner line. What do you think of these figures? Is there one that's like a really big hit? Is there one that's a really big miss? Like, what are your thoughts? Um, misses. Uh, the, yeah, there's so many. Let me see here. Um, misses. What is this one? The Metrocanthosaurus, or I don't know how to say that stuff either. I man. think you're, I think you're probably right. Uh, I I don't know. I don't 
love that one. I know a lot of people are actually liking it, but it just looks goofy to me. Um, that's the one with the green back, right, and the yellow body. Um, yep. I, I don't love it. Um, the uh, Let's see. The Allosaurus looks pretty awesome. And I got to say, I love that paint job. Like, I love it. I love how it looks. It looks interesting and, and maybe a little out there, but it, it's very cool looking for me. Um, the uh, Baryonyx, I guess. Um, cool. I, I think it looks great. Um, let's see. Stegosaurus. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, Triceratops. Eh, whatever. Take it or leave it. Um, uh, Ankylosaurus. Take it or leave it. Um, Pteranodon looks pretty good. The uh, Pachyrhinosaurus looks pretty awesome. And I, I think there's a discrepancy between the um, the you know exclusive artwork that was released from Entertainment Weekly and what they're actually producing. But uh, that looks good. And what, what's the other one? What's, man, what was I'm blanking on the name of this one? The car. Uh, uh, ca- help me out. What's the name of this last? So wait, one? the so there's there's the, the one Jurassic with Park the red dinosaur. Oh, the Jurassic Park 3 one? That's the Ceratosaurus. Ceratosaurus, yeah. Uh, I was blanking on the name of that dinosaur. Um, that looks fine. I mean, I don't... I didn't... That thing came out with Jurassic World 2. I, I didn't like... I hated that one. Um, I hate how it looks in Jurassic Park 3 in the actual movie. Um, but this looks fine. I think the Ceratosaur actually feels really reminiscent of the quality of the original Screaming Dilophosaur. And I feel like, like this Baryonyx is really neat. I know there's... There's two Baryonyx, I think, like floating around, or there are two different dinosaurs. I'm not exactly sure. Um, the Allosaur, like, fine. To me, that's not really. I, I kind of wish they would have um, maybe leaned a little harder into, like, even even the one that we see in the trailer. I wish they would have leaned a little harder into, like, what um, an Allosaur like looks like via like Kenner. Um, to me, Allosaur was always like kind of like a small T-Rex with like horns, like not horns, but like little fins on its its eyes and yeah. The, I don't know. They've they've done something I feel like to change it, or maybe it's more scientifically accurate than than yeah. what I'm accustomed to seeing. But uh-huh. I've I've not been really a fan of any of these versions of the Allosaur we've seen so far. Um, the Tranodon, it's very alien to me, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love it. It. Looks, it looks a little weird. The Tranodon to me, man, I, I'm not a fan of the Jurassic World Tranodons in general. I really wish they would have dug out the model from uh, from the Lost World. Um, I think that's a beautiful sculpt. Um, yeah. is that, is this the Pachyrhinosaur? Um, cool that it's got the, the, the hump on the, on the face instead of the horn, but I actually really like that sculpt from the Jurassic Park 3D line, um, that they did. Um, Triceratops just looks like another Lost World Triceratops. Like, it's almost like mm-hmm. identical yeah. to the, to the, and I guarantee it does the same exact, like, motion. So, um, the Ankylosaur looks pretty neat i'm glad that the tail isn't like curled upwards um you know so i'm excited about that uh what i'm i think my biggest disappointment in this line which maybe i'm talking about something a little bit bigger i think the stegosaur does not look good um Hmm. i don't think the colors are accurate at all to the film they're not yeah yeah well to like jurassic world anyway and and really none of them are but they tr- it feels like some of them tried. Like the Carnotaur doesn't look really too much like the one we see in the trailer, but it, it looks like they tried, or at least they were given some kind of artwork, right? This Stegosaur is it just does, like it looks well, very we Crash get- McCreary in a way. I feel like like that style. Wh- which thing. one does the Carnotaur? Yeah, it looks very Crash McCreary. Like the one in the trailer looks fantastic. I think this toy oh, yeah, yeah. looks 
pretty darn different. close to the representation we see. But the Stegosaur just looks weird. Like, See, the Stegosaur actually reminds me of the original one in a way from, uh, you know, from the original toy line. Like, at least color scheme-wise. I think they tried to replicate that is best what I can assume. I don't know. This this aqua green to, like, blue. Like, the original one was, like, this, like, lime green, green to yeah. limer green. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, <laughs> this one's just so weird and off-putting to me. I am appreciative that it's not in a uh, half-moon pose like the original one was. Um, I'm sorry, like the one from The Lost World uh, was. So I'm appreciative that this one looks like it's uh, not in any specific pose. It does look like it has some cool articulation for like some tail whipping action. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, I think that one kind of disappoints me. I'll probably, I'll probably only buy like two of them. So you know, hmm. um, dude, the Baryonyx so looks be, killer though. Dude, that Baryonyx looks so good. Like the color scheme, I love it. The Baryonyx in the. Um, there's like a photo floating around online of all the of most of the line in front of like a white background. The Baryonyx net looks so awesome. This is by far the best Baryonyx that has been produced for the Jurassic line. Um, I think it blows it blows the Jurassic Park one out of the water. It blows the Lost World one out of the water. Um, this Baryonyx is awesome looking and it's big, like you know, comparatively, um, it's really really cool. I can't wait to get um, a little herd of uh, of Baryonyx uh, going on. Um, yeah, I'm just super, super excited. Yeah, I mean, most of these scream. They all have some sort of action, it seems like, um, which is very cool. I, I think, like like we talked about, um, you know, with the video that we made and getting the fans to tell them what we wanted is we wanted, like, screaming dinosaurs. We wanted ones that moved like this. Um, very simple actions just to get them to move. No screw holes, which is a very big deal. We, as far as we could tell, nothing has any kind of visible screw hole, which is amazing. Like that is no, exactly what we wanted. No screw holes, no visible dino damage. That I mean, I don't know if they're actually doing dino damage on this yeah. on this line at all. But if they are, like there's at least pieces plugging in um, the holes. It doesn't look like yeah, they're I doing. I don't that. think there is. Yeah, I, I think they're just straight pieces, like you know, full body, no no dino damage. Uh, yeah, because that's that is annoying when it when it's just like uh, the dino's already damaged, but you're playing with it, and you know you want to create that dino damage more so, and just like ram this the triceratops into one of the you know the T Rexes or the other you know dinosaurs and remove that piece. You want to do that. You don't want it to just already be there, bleeding and open wound. You know, it's just so weird. Yeah, um, I'm really excited for this. I'm excited for um, of of the small dinosaurs. Of the smaller ones of like so i'm going to say these would be the equivalent of the original um velociraptor dimetrodon coelophysis uh dilophosaurus line from the jurassic park i'm really excited for uh blue and what looks like another one there so in this picture i'm looking at there's four different raptors blue charlie uh echo and delta i'm assuming um even though two of them like their colors are just way way off um but there's two like so there's blue which is definitely blue and then there's another like aqua raptor which i think looks really really cool um i'm excited for those but more than anything in this photo i'm looking at i am excited for the gallimimus because i'm gonna buy mm-hmm. a boatload of those and i'm super excited for what looks like to be like a smaller dilophosaur that actually looks pretty darn good it, does, it doesn't yeah. look like the it doesn't look as good as the kenner one because the kenner one was spot on to mccreary 
Um, but this one looks pretty neat, and I haven't seen any other photo of the Dilophosaur other than this one. I'm hoping that frill comes off. That would be awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking at that same picture now. So we have blue, which the scale looks fantastic, and it looks great paint job-wise. Um, the other one, it almost looks like a Jurassic Park 3 male uh, Velociraptor without the, um, the, the what do you call them, the spikes or whatever, go, uh, the quills. Um, sort of that kind of – yeah, the other one looks like Charlie. And then we have the um, similar style to the Cyclops Raptor, which is weird. Like, it's just a – this one is a little bit more awkward of a pose, but it, it's still cool. I kind of love that um, style replication of the Cyclops Raptor. Uh, that's just such, like, an iconic pose for me. Yeah, this one's really cool. I think if you were to get all four of these, um, they would look really neat kind of mm -hmm. like in a, in a pose together. Um, I see in this image also that there's uh, – dimorphodons um and oh yeah, yeah i so i'm excited for that uh that's really neat this stigmolic like, again i'm just excited like is this a pachycephalosaur in the center that looks like the original it's, it's the same it's like the same toy it's like, they're, they're like uh we forgot to make one can you just throw the old one in the middle of this picture <laughs> well no it looks like it looks like the last hasbro one but yeah at least this one has like at least this one has like a paint job that's reminiscent of the lost world so like this uh -huh. is kind of neat like i'm it's down with cool. i I really like the original red and black one um, from Kenner. Like that's, I think that's still by far my favorite one. Yeah. Um, but I that love was it made before there was ever any kind of pachycephalosaur in the Jurassic Park franchise. So um, I think this one's good. I think it looks uh, pretty close to, um, you know, what what we got in the Lost World. So um, I'm pretty stoked. And let hey, me, let crazy. Me ask, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, uh, no, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask you about the um, the Gallimimus. Um, I know you said you're going to pick up a ton of them, but what are your thoughts on it? Because it it looks a little weird to me, but um, I, it's just the, it, it's a weird body style. You know what? The only my only real beef is is that uh, one, it's in the the legs are very posed, so all of your gallimimuses are gonna in your imagination will yeah, all you're be herd. exactly the same. Yeah, in your herd, will all be in the same. They'll all be running uh, step <laughs> step and step, um, and the neck is too short. But other than yeah. that, like. I don't think the Kenner Gallimimus really nailed the look of the um, movie version either. It looked more like the original um, – well, it had like the color design of the original concept art by Mercury. But it still never had that – it still was a little bit more duck-looking than what we actually got in the films. This one looks a little closer to the ones in the films. And like I said, I only have like – I have two Gallimimus from the original line. One I bought as a collector, and I think I spent like 50 or 60 bucks on it because they're expensive. And the other one I got as a gift. So the day, the fact that they're even making a Gallimimus, which is like the most, I think it's in, aside from like the T-Rex, okay, I think the Gallimimus is in like three of the four movies so far. And they've like, they never have toys. It's the most overlooked dinosaur in the entire franchise. So I'm really excited to have one. Yeah. And the, uh, the Stigy, Stigy Malik or whatever you say it, uh, that thing looks awesome. It looks really cool. That's going to be a, a for sure one to pick up. Yeah, that's something I'll buy. I'll buy a good, you know, close to ten of those. It, it, I say this like a crazy person. I'm assuming that these are going to be <laughs> relatively well priced. You know, yeah. the Mosasaur being thirty dollars. I'm assuming that these, the Stiggy Moloch is going to be, you know, seven or ten. Um, you know, I'm hoping we're talking that price range. But what has me the most stoked and I'm not super stoked on the fact that humans are small, but at least we're getting vehicles that the actual human figures can fit into. Dude, yeah. there's a gyrosphere that 
hold on, hold on to your hat, man. This gyrosphere holds two people. Yeah, dude. Crazy. I'm looking at this compared to the dinosaurs. Thing's huge. It's it's big. Well, and and compared yeah. to the Jeep, it's it's giant. Yeah, but look at the gyrosphere in the you movie. Got two man. People, like they, yeah. they ride right up next to a stegosaur and it's like stegosaurs are big. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it. I can't really tell if it's like maybe No, I can't really tell who they have in there. Um in this picture, we have two figures in that gyrosphere. We have a mystery figure in the Jeep, and we have uh, the one and only Alan Grant <laughs> posed here in this herd of dinosaurs for some odd reason. <laughs> well, you know, he's just jealous that he's not getting a toy in this in this line. So uh, he made himself into a toy yeah. and he's hanging out. No, this is great. Um, we're obviously going to get some classic stuff. They've got Alan Grant and they've got the original, uh, red and red and tan Jeep. Um, you know, that's pretty neat. A little weird to show those figures right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, I there hasn't like... been any official announcements, but we know it's coming. Um, but, uh, as far as, as of this recording, there hasn't been anything, but just, just to throw it in there is like, oh, weird. I mean, they officially announced, like, the Jeep and all that, but the Alan Grant and the, the retro stuff, not yet. But just having him here is like, oh, okay, I guess we're getting a Grant. Like, Well, the retro stuff is they really bad timing with the retro stuff. The retro mm-hmm. stuff should have hit the shelves this, Before, I feel like, yeah. first quarter of the year. Yeah. Uh, because once you actually get to the true – because it's the 25th anniversary, right? So it would make sense to get 25th anniversary toys. Um, the only problem is the true 25th anniversary – is going to be the release. We're going to be in the midst of Fallen Kingdom. So mm-hmm. they're really going to hit hard with the Fallen Kingdom toys. I feel like releasing classic toys or classic characters with with Jurassic World characters is going to be a little like – because it, there's already this marketing problem of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Like I don't know why they just didn't keep the Jurassic Park name. Like I get why they didn't, but like why didn't they? Like it's like – Come on, like yeah. we all know that Jurassic World is really just a marketing um, term that they use to to sell a trilogy. So it'll I, it'll I be the Jurassic World Legacy Collection. That's all it's going to be. It, it's it's going to completely forget the Jurassic Park name in, in complete. You know, I don't know. It's just going to be weird, but they're they'll be there at least. But you're right; they need to stagger this. I don't know what their plans are. I know all of a uh, majority of the stuff that we've talked about is coming out April sixteenth which is coming up pretty quick. I mean, it'll be here soon, but they have to stagger it because we're all going to buy a lot of this stuff and they want us to buy these Jurassic World ones. And then if they release these uh, two months, three months later, we're going to buy these now. So if you put them all out at the same time, we're, we're, we're going to pick and choose and it might, you know, stagger. It might not be the best sales for any particular item, so you'll get better figures if you release them in staggered uh, releases. So we know for a fact that they're starting these off in April because the last Jurassic World line, it was like the week of the film, which I thought was really, really weird. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. April sixteenth, one hundred percent confirmed. So that's how you push a film. Like mm-hmm. that's how you push marketing. You do it early. You get exactly. everyone. Ex- you get kids excited. You know, yeah. they have. They've created adventures in their head. They've got the toys. The next thing they want to do is go see the movie. That's how I saw the first movie. I had a ton of toys before I saw the first movie. So let me ask you this. We have a figure in that Jeep, and I'm comparing it to um, – I'm comparing that figure to the figures that I see that were released um, in the EW stuff. Um, 
I don't see him. It looks like a very different character uh, character because it has uh, high, let's see, the entire arm is exposed. Let's see, what kind of figures do I have? Um, I don't know. I don't know who it could be. It kind of reminds me of that guy with the backwards hat or uh, somebody else, but uh, it's a different figure altogether, it looks like. So like Grant, we have another mystery figure over here um, that's different from what I can tell, at least. Yeah, I really can't say like what it would be. I have no clue. Yeah. I mean, in Jurassic Park 3, there was like army men that got like action figures and they were such a minute part of that movie. Yeah. Um we we're talking two shots uh that they and they still made action oh, figures actually, for some I see, reason. Oh, actually I see guy here. Here he is. Um Yeah, just some random dude, I think. Yeah, he's he's a guy he has like a cattle prod looking thing. So, he'll be just Another run-of-the-mill guy, it looks like. I mean, it's a guy that you have to have, uh, you know, eat. Uh, you know, he, someone dinosaurs got to eat, right? Yeah, because you, know? you so. can't always kill off the main characters. You know, you always stick those guys around. It's always like the Dieter Starks, the Roland Tembos, like those, the, the Nick Van Owens, or maybe the guys that get eaten. <laughs> so, or the uh, the whatever the other guys were, the um, like that uh, Joe Jaws Jackson or whoever, t- T-Rex Turner. Yeah, you've always got random characters, um, you know, in the action figure line. That's kind of a that's kind of a a nostalgic thing uh, to have. So, let's see what else has been released. Well, we see, have a so Herrerasaurus. Um, yeah, I'm looking at that one right now. Actually, that was the next one I was going to cover. I don't, I don't really know where that stems from, as far as like where has that been in the franchise in general? Is that from a book, maybe, um, or was that mentioned in a video game? I'm not exactly sure. I forget maybe specifically. It's, from, maybe it's, it's been a while movie. since I've read the books, but I know um, uh, <laughs> it was actually just in the last uh, Extinction uh, Level episode, so I got a good idea from that, and it, it looks creepy. It looks very eerie looking. I don't love it, though. I don't love the, the coloring on it, but that's, you know, it's fine. It's like a third-string character that I'd end up picking up or something. Yeah, totally. And then I'm looking at the – there's a photo of like uh, – and most of these photos I'm pulling up, I should mention, are from Jurassic Outpost. And um, one of these has like the male raptor from the Lost World, uh, which is really, really weird. And uh, Similar. Totally I don't think it's not exactly it. the same, but it, it, it's, it's reminiscent of it. Yeah. It's reminiscent of like the The, the, the tiger not necessarily the Not necessarily the toy, but like the puppets from, from the film. Um, and then – the last thing that I really want to go over as far as the toys were concerned. Oh, shoot. Where is it? I lost it. Oh, of course. The Indoraptor. What oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not forgetting that. We, yeah. we have to talk about that one. <laughs> what do I think of it? I, I think it's awesome, man. I mean, we've been slowly getting confirmation about this thing for a while now. And um, it looks awesome. You know, it's got that... Well, it's, first off, it's it's pretty big. I mean, it's pretty beefy compared to the other smaller dinosaurs. Um, mm-hmm. It's not very raptor-ish, um, in my opinion. It looks more so like a smaller Indominus. Um, it's got this gold stripe, uh, very reminiscent of blue, uh, you know, with his with the, her blue stripe. Um, mm-hmm. It's got some, like, JP3 uh, – J- did I say that right? Yeah, JP3 quills on its head or Indominus-type quills. Um I mean, we've seen this in pieces in the trailer, um, and it was the you know the name was confirmed in the trailer and all that. Um, it's a very awesome looking piece. It's got this red eyes, very scary blood red eyes, long arms, 
And the posability on this figure is pretty great. I think it, it's fantastic. I mean, right now in, in this picture here, it's in uh, a very like um, raptor call pose. Or it looks like it's even scaling this fence on the packaging, which is kind of kind of a cool way uh, to pose it right there. And it has it says it's like super posable. Um, you know, it's got posability on like every joint. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm stoked for seeing that. Like, you can put it in this like standing pose, and then there's like a um, on all fours pose, uh, which to me is very reminiscent of like the old Kenner uh, figures. So, again, I know we had talked about we don't really like articulation. Um, again, I, I think there's still a little bit too much on this figure it kind of takes away um from the the design to me but i mean at the same time like you're gonna be able to put this thing in any pose that, that you see in the maybe the film i don't know it's hidden well like the posability is is pretty hidden like i mean aside from the el- uh the shoulder you can blatantly see like the joint there everything else looks pretty hidden like it just looks like joints here and there but nothing too vulgar you know like too out there um, and yeah, I do like it walks like on all fours, kind of like the Indominus did that from time to time, like looking for its prey and all that. So it's going to be very reminiscent of that dinosaur and it looks, it looks awesome. Like it's a very cool, interesting design. You know, they did all the articulation, which again, I'm not a huge fan of, but at least they hit it like with, there's no screw holes. Yeah. So yeah. all the articulation is hidden within hinges and, under seams and stuff like that so it was i think it's a really well done um posable figure i'm really excited for that yeah. one um yeah but were there any other products that you saw because i think we've covered most of the toys well, right um, got- no no we still man we still got plenty dude we we can we can go on for a while um we didn't really talk about the dilophosaurus too too much um dilophosauri uh i don't know <laughs> there, there seems to be well, like a magnitude of dilophosaurus i'm also very confused about that um, because Wait, there's like really? That... I've only seen the one. What else is there? Well, there's the one in the, the the classic version that you pointed out in that white background picture with the the stampede of all the dinosaurs. There's also yeah. like, um, let's see, the um, uh, where is it? Where did it go? Um, it's sort of classic-ish, but not painted as you know detailed. It's got the red okay. frill. It, it, the frill's attached, so it cannot come off. But it does look like it, it moves maybe with some arm movement or something. Uh, I'm not really sure how it moves. But um, it's a, painted like a just a aqua green or something with the red frill on its head and the, the neck. Um, and then there's another one for some reason, like a maroon stripes with blue a blue body. And uh, it actually has like the shooting venom as well. Um, it, this is the same as that one I kind of just described, but painted a little bit differently. Oh, wow. I haven't seen any of those. So that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what those look like. Yeah. Um, interesting. I, think, I don't know. Like what else? I'm the, to think. There's two separate dimorphodons. It seems like there's like a, um, which the one you pointed out before, which is, uh, I think it, that's pretty much what it looked like in Jurassic world. Um, which is the red wings with the gray body and all that. Um, but right. there's also seems to be another one with a green, green wings and, and, uh, tannish, uh, grayish tan or whatever body. So that's something that I think is awesome is to have these different styles. And like you said, with the Gallimimus, um, the single pose and the single look is, is a bit jarring when you have multiple and kids will have multiple. So to have, um, you know, different designs and different variations is very good. Um, I would hope that, you know, for the uh, for the uh, Gallimimus, but I don't know if that's going to happen. 
No, and like I said, I think the Gallimimus is such an under uh, is such an underutilized. This is really just a throw to the fans. Um, it's something to have your colossal T Rex eat. Um, it's it's a uh, for a lack of better term, it's a throwaway dinosaur. Like you you kind of <laughs> you just get it to get it with the collection. Unlike other than me, like I just want it because I want yeah like a bunch of, a bunch of them, but. Um, I don't know if there's going to be any like other little kids out there like, oh man, I really need to have a Calamine in my it. collection. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, me, well, I sent you a conversation where I was like, I can't believe I'm finally going to have a herd. And then I sent you a picture of the Calamine and then a picture of Andy Samberg like ugly crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm super, I'm super, super excited for that stuff. All right. So um, let me, let me give you the figures here. So we have like the Baryonyx, Allosaurus, Pachyrhino, all that, that style, um, 1499, very, very good price. Um, we also didn't talk about this. Um, I'm going to say Spinosaurus. I don't know if we got a confirmation on that or not, but it's, it's a very, um, Hasbro hybrid line style look it has like a spine on it a sail ish kind of small sail um and it's got a very very blue body um with yellow or gold or whatever on the sail and splattered on its body um, oh but, that's what i was talking about earlier when i was saying there's two yeah baryonics. i know i think yeah. that's i think that might be a baryonyx but it might be I'm it not also sure. looks like the um the drawing of the sukumimus from could be a suit, the last yeah. movie you know so um i don't know i don't know really what that's gonna be yeah scale, i think that's a really weird yeah, color scale of the carnotaurus yeah um those are 1999 um again pretty acceptable there um and the t-rex with the ridiculous you know jarring body Thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, what else did we talk about? I think that was it from. Uh, I I don't have all the prices here, but that's that from them. Um, what Mattel is doing with the with what I'm saying, like the equivalent dinosaurs of the original Caterline, it almost feels like they have taken um, inflation out of the equation. Like, yeah, these these prices are pretty comparable to what we had in the nineties, um, mm-hmm. and I think that that's the sweet spot where you want to be to sell toys. You know the yeah. the fifty four dollar T Rex. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a big item. But all these other ones, these these are where you want to be. Jurassic World Hasbro was selling smaller dinosaurs for. Well, I was in Canada, so everything was a little bit more. But still, like fifteen, seventeen dollars for some of like the mid range to small dinosaurs. That was insane. Yeah, there is a few um, other like raptor things, like the um, Owen and Blue Raptor, which is like. I don't know, some sort of weird motorcycle combo that I think moves, uh, rides. So that'll be interesting. I'm not really interested in it, but kids will probably like it. Um, what else do we have? Well, we got a lot of, um, and I'm just going to kind of move into this cause I'm, I'm kind of getting the, the signal to, to wrap it up. But like, Oh man, what do you think of like, what do you think of like the, uh, the Lego stuff and the, there's the, they showed the power wheels and they showed like the Uno, uh, machine and the Barbie dolls. What do you think of that stuff? Do you think that stuff is really going to sell? Do you feel like that's just utilizing the um, the the brand uh, just to to sell stuff? I mean, it's all just to sell toys, right? But like, yeah. do you feel like these are necessary? Do you think these will sell well? What do you? What are your? I think I think it's all going to sell. I mean, like, you know, you've seen so many people with the the rubber, um, you know, claws or the you know, stupid stuff, the the inflatable body. I, I have one of those inflatable suits. Like people are going to buy this stuff, like this blue mask, which is like, why? Why even have this? People are going to buy that. Um, the Dilophosaurus Uno 
kids 100% will be like, you know, mom, dad, buy this for me. I need it. It's a fun little kitschy item that, you know, you'll use three times maybe and, and be done with it. Uh, the power wheels are going to go like crazy. Um, the Velociraptor one's interesting. Um, I don't, I, I, I'm definitely getting the Jeep. That's like, there's no question about it. My kid's probably going to get it first for his birthday. Um, but yeah, that stuff's interesting. I don't love it. That the, the, the Lego stuff is a whole separate conversation. Um, there is a lot of kids stuff too, which is always interesting to me because we were kids when we had this, but I think these are like kind of from where we were and younger. Um, some just giant breakout T-Rex kind of piece that kind of chomps down and all that breaks out of this compound looking thing. There's a lot of other little stuff like that, but, um, we'll have to go into that more when we have some more information. We've just got like random pictures of it, but, um, I, I, I don't know. I think everything's going to sell. I'm, we kind of skipped over the humans, but, um, no, let's talk about those real quick. Um, what, What's your read? Because I, I, and I specifically want to talk about them because as fans, that's what we asked for. We said it doesn't make any sense to have a Jurassic Park or a Jurassic World line without humans, right? Because humans are half the equation. That's the whole juxtaposition of the franchise is humans and dinosaurs come together. And then when you get down to the Jurassic World toy line, there was no humans. Well, I mean, I guess there were like, like I said, the Polly Pocket looking things mm-hmm. and the really bad Chris Pratt figure. But like, they're giving us proper human figures to go along with the dinosaurs and they're giving you small versions of like it's it's basically a repeat of what Kenner did. This whole this whole line is reminiscent of what Kenner did. So what do you read on these human figures? Are you excited for these? Do you could you care less now that you've seen the final product? Like what's what's your read? Oh, I'm very excited for them still. I mean, the only thing that doesn't have me excited is the the sizing. So they're three and three quarters. I have some Star Wars stuff that's three and three quarters, and they're very small. I actually got to the point where I'm like, I don't know why I'm even buying these. Like, it's just, I'm just buying them because they're here. And I'm like, I got to stop. So I quit buying those. And I'd rather have the Black Series, the $20 ones, versus the $7.99 ones. Um, they're, they're fine. They look okay, like the, the Star Wars ones at least. But they're just so small. And I'm, I'm particularly so used to the uh, Kenner stuff. That is the perfect size to me. So these will will definitely be smaller than that. But I love that they're paying attention, uh, including baby dinosaurs. Um, maybe they're not babyish, but they're they're small. <laughs> but uh, the the other well, hat, the hat, the the Kenner stuff looked like babies. These necessarily don't. But aside from Baby Blue, that's a that's a killer one right there. The one the the Owen that includes like a pack and Baby Blue. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's gonna be. I mean, I'll probably get all the Owen figures, I think. But like, there's I like think... three separate Owen figures. Uh, the, yeah, the one, the, the Daniela Pineda. There's a Daniela Pineda one. I, I need that one. She looks awesome. And the Bryce, of course, got to get that. There's uh, one, two, three other guys. One of them is gonna be definitely. Um, I man, I blank on this dude's name every time. He's one of the the military dudes. Um, the yeah. main dude. I, I always forget his name. He's there, and the other two guys are just like standard. Um, dudes with sunglasses uh, in military fatigue kind of outfits. Yeah, I'm again. I'm not like too too hot on these. I think the Daniela Pineda figure. I don't know if it's like the hinging on her legs or something, but it looks she looks like, like she's, she's wearing underwear. Like yeah, she looks like she's wearing underwear. Um, she looks a little weird, um, but and like Bryce is I don't know, maybe just because we're so used to seeing her in her white 
um, her white garb uh, from the first movie. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really, they're giving them to us. I don't know if I'm necessarily thrilled about them. I, I just wish they were the, the size, but once you start getting into the, the counter size figures, you start getting into needing to scale up all the, um, the cars. And I just got a feeling that they kind of probably wanted to save money on the materials for the cars. I don't know. I just think because in today's market, I don't think that the humans and the cars are probably going to sell all that well. And mm-hmm. so they were like, well, let's invest all of our money in the dinosaur figures and then let's let's do better than what Hasbro did. But let's still kind of just kind of push out these human figures just to satiate um, fans. Yeah. I mean, we, we already mentioned the the vehicle, the the Jeep, Jurassic Park Jeep looks pretty awesome. Looks pretty spot on. Way better than even, well, maybe way better. I don't know. It, it looks very good, um, even compared to the old Kenner one. Um, we do also have, let's see, uh, what is this thing? It's just like a giant, like, tank truck. It looks really awesome. Uh, it's got, like, all kinds of stuff on there. It, it's just huge it looks huge um it looks awesome you can definitely fit humans in there in the back maybe you can fit some dinosaurs or humans um there's like a turret on top same goes there's like a an off-road rescue rig which definitely is for like store storing dinosaurs um there's a submarine which is pretty awesome and weird but uh very cool um there what else is there there's i think that was it maybe um Still, I'm so glad we're getting vehicles, though, dude. Even if they are scaled differently, um, it's it's fantastic to get, like, big vehicles. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to invest in those just because I want – like, for me, this is still all additive to the stuff I already have. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I don't think I'm, like, too excited about the, the humans or the cars, but at the same time, like – these aren't necessarily for me, right? There's a whole new generation of kids coming up um, that don't have anything from the '90s. So this is a this is all a fantastic start for any newcomer to the franchise that is, is getting into it. And you know, it's it's a line of toys for for kids of the of the 2000s. You know, um, 2018s, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess we touched on pretty much as much as we could there. There's, there was so much stuff, dude. Like all the Lego stuff, like you said, um, there's like party plates, cups, um, pops, the Funko pops. pops. There's that. that, Yeah. There's uh, the, the retro ones we already saw. There's also Claire, Owen and blue, which is really cool. Yep. Um, uh, one other thing I definitely, oh, there's a lot of like, um, uh, I think we sort of touched Matchbox and stuff. They've got all the retro vehicles, which is very cool. The Mercedes, you know, from the Lost World, the Ford Explorer, Jeep, uh, even the camper, but only half the camper. Um, and a lot of the Lost World stuff. Um, let's see. This this one, though, I definitely wanted to talk about. It's not um, it's not uh, toy-related, but it, it was released. It's the, uh, the novel about Claire. Um, it's called The Evolution of Claire. Did you get a chance to see that one? Uh, I saw a photo of it. I don't know if – let's put it this way. I'm going to read it because I want to know anything and everything I can about these characters. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the artwork, but then again – Yeah, it's not final, it uh, says at least. Well, it's not even that. I just feel like it's – and maybe that's what this is going to be, but it definitely has like a young adult uh, well, feel yeah. to it. That's definitely but what it, it is. I think it's for it's, young adults, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's exactly adult. what it yeah, is. Okay. Yeah. 
So let me, I just um, I wanted to read this real quick uh, from the synopsis. It says, freshman year in college is full of obstacles one must learn to overcome. Messy roommates, dining hall food, and cranky professors are just a few. Never has a student added how to properly avoid being eaten by a dinosaur to her list of freshman year complications. But Claire Deering isn't just any student. The year is 2004. The future theme park Jurassic World is currently under construction. 19-year-old Claire Deering, the multitasking, self-possessed heroine of Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, has chosen to spend her summer interning with the Mizrani Corporation on Isla Nublar following her freshman year in college. The result is a pulse-pounding, coming-of-age story set against the backdrop of Jurassic World, advancing towards its opening day. The story begins with Claire as she starts her internship with laser-focused goals on setting the uh, setting better lives of the animals worldwide. The ex- uh, while exploring the island and performing various theme park dinosaur-related tasks, uh, Claire quickly forms a tight bond with her fellow interns while also making a name for herself among these senior members of Jurassic World staff. It isn't long before romance sparks uh, between her fellow uh, student, which leaves Claire conflicted once a larger and more sinister plot develops, for, uh, forcing her to question the motives of everyone on the island. Over the course of a thrilling mystery full of intrigue and suspense, this novel details the origin of Claire's nuanced character in a rich and complex way, allowing the reader to witness a transformative moment when Claire begins construction walls around herself and steps forward as the guarded character we met in the first Jurassic World film. Whew. That was a lot. So I'm not going to go too much into this. I don't get you. So the idea is we're not supposed to really like Claire at the beginning of the first movie. Mm-hmm. So this is an origin story about somebody who becomes somebody we don't really like. I, I want to talk to Jen about this in particular, like more than, than really anybody point. else. Cause she's such a super fan of that character that like, and I, I understand liking, I understand liking Bryce Dallas Howard in general. And then like how that character goes from very guarded to like understanding I don't really understand why anybody is going to care about Claire prior to that movie. Um, I'm still going to read this. I'll probably get the audio version of it when that that pops up on uh, Audible or whatever, mm-hmm. um, just because I don't really have time to sit and read necessarily. Uh, but I, I'm I'm interested. Like get, you know, give me what you got, Universal. Like whatever yeah. you can throw at me, you know, I'm ready to absorb the information. So. Um, We'll see. I, I don't really see how much of an arc she's going to have in this. It sounds like she starts off as kind of very goal-oriented and ready to go and then winds up being very goal-oriented and ready to go. So I don't know. That doesn't seem like a very interesting arc in there, but yeah. you know, who knows? Um, I'm interested I, in, in seeing like the uh, behind-the-scenes of Jurassic World. That'll be a nice touch. Um, but yeah, you're right. You kind of bring up a really good point that I didn't necessarily think about is that we're not supposed to like her character. We're supposed to kind of open up to it and see her faults and see how she grows as a character in that movie. So to see her be open and be this great person and then kind of close her walls and then open them back up again. It, it, I don't know. Yeah, it, that's an interesting point. But either way, I'm super excited to read this. And like you said, the audiobook. Um, a lot of people are doing these like um, – you know, um, stories like, um, let's see, like, um, I can't think of any. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff where they're getting, like, the character who actually plays this person to do the audiobook. So maybe Bryce will end up doing that. That would be really cool if she did. That would be super cool. Um, she is the, uh, 
she's the kind of actress that I could see doing a project like that. And I don't mean that in like a disparaging way or like a, a, a bad way. She's not like a, she's not in like a million films a year, right? She's not like Johnny Depp or, or Tom Cruise, right? She's the kind of actress she does. She, she does a few movies a year and I, and she's already done the, um, the marketing material for the new like website. Um, she's definitely seems really involved uh, with this character. She was in the Lego movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of like what Christopher Reeve was doing with Superman back in the day. Like she's totally embraced this character and his, I feel like she's almost come to terms with the fact that like she is under the understanding this might be her biggest character. You know, I'm sure she'll do other great movies and other big things, but this might be her biggest, most recognized character throughout her career. And it's really nice to see her kind of embracing that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And uh, yeah, I think if given the opportunity, I think she'd definitely find it, uh, find some time to do it. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's hope that that would be really, really awesome. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there, there was a bunch of stuff. Like we said, there, there's like these dinosaur eggs with little baby dinosaurs. There's those mini dinosaurs. Uh, there's, there's these weird build your own robot dinosaurs. I don't understand these, but sure. Um, we'll, we'll get some more information on them sometime soon. Um, but yeah, man, we, man, we touched on so much and I feel like we only touched on like half the stuff. There's like clothes, there's like jewelry, uh, so much stuff that was revealed. It's kind of insane, man. The clothes and the jewelry, like I was saying, I need that jacket, the leather jacket for sure. Um, that's really, really cool. Pretty sure it's a girl's jacket, but I'll make it work. Um, and, uh. The plushes, there's all these amazing, like, cute Stigimolic or whatever in Baby Blue or I don't know. There's play sets, like, for for your, uh, you know, whatever you call uh matchbox cars. Um, uh, we're, oh, there's a, there actually is a uh, Indoraptor mask, more Uno cards. Um, there's Barbie dolls, which is very cool. Um, you know, not for me, but, like, it's very awesome that that is out there and available. We have Bryce uh, or Claire and a very suave Chris Pratt. Uh, Owen, man, I keep saying the real names, but his hair is is like I don't, lit, I don't dude. understand <laughs> the Chris Pratt figure. Like it doesn't look. They don't look either like the actors. But the Bryce one's fine. Like it looks sort of like her. But the the Chris Pratt model the, is like what what is happening here? I don't know. But his one, hair is crazy. The Bryce one is fine, but at the same time, like I feel like. She's an actress that kind of personifies that you don't need to be this this twig one one style woman, and then they kind of take her character and make her the standard Barbie, which I thought was kind of like I don't know. I, yeah, I feel it's like, Barbie. I don't know. I feel like that's probably just what they do. Is that just I mean, like their style? Like that's just what they do? I guess I don't know. I'm never into Barbie. Yeah, Barbie, I mean, look so. at the Chris Pratt one. He, he he doesn't have that you know quaff of a hair. I don't know what's going on there, but it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see, man. There's there's a lot to come. Uh, I'm sure so we'll be much. talking about this much more in the future, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed this. Uh, it's been a lot of fun kind of going through this and having fun uh, looking forward to, to what we're going to be playing with. Uh, it's going to be nuts, man. And I'm excited because I have a kid now, and I'll be able to buy some of this and play with him eventually. I mean, he's only seven months now, so I have some time to, to let him to grow into it. But uh, But this is the fun. perfect opportunity to start collecting early. Stocking up, so yeah. That- Stock up, and then when your child turns six or seven, they can tell you, Dad, Jurassic Park is actually really stupid. I like Star Wars way, way better. <laughs> and now you just have a bunch of dinosaur toys that are going to get no use because that's, that's inevitably fine. what's going to happen. That's perfectly fine, though. Because <laughs> I have a bunch of Star Wars stuff he can play with, too, so that's fine. Oh, well, even better, even better. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so let's wrap it up here. Where can uh, everybody find you online, man? Uh, you guys can all contact me at Aaron D. Byer on Twitter. Uh, you can look me up on IMDb. As of this recording, I am super excited to announce that you guys can go see uh, The Black Panther. Uh, yes. That's the latest movie I worked on. Uh, the 3D version is the version that I worked on. So I'm really, everyone's really excited about that. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice, dude. Well, uh, yeah, thank you for joining me. This has uh, been a blast. Uh, you know, if anybody else has any comments on the toy line or wants to, you know, say hello, uh, we're at Jurassic Park Pod on Twitter. You can email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Go to our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. We have a contact form there. Check out all our articles and all kinds of stuff there. Listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, if you want to call us, you can call us at 732-825-7763. You can leave a voicemail. I'm not going to pick up, so don't worry. Just leave your voicemail. We'll end up playing it in our mailbag or, or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I think that's probably, you know, all the places you can find us. I'm at Brad Jost on Twitter. I don't usually promote that, but that's where I am. Um, but, yeah, thank now you, everybody. Now everyone knows. They know. It's just, the secret's out. Not that it was ever a secret. <laughs> Your privacy's gone, man. You, you're you're in the limelight now. <laughs> oh well, I can't wait, dude. It, April sixteenth cannot come fast enough. And like you said, we're gonna be talking probably pretty shortly again. I might ask you, hey, it's like in a few days. Can we record again? There's like a whole new load of toys to discuss. So uh, we'll probably do that sometime soon. All right, man. I'm your guy for it. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this special update episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Make sure to subscribe, like, uh, share, do all those things. But most of all, make sure to enjoy. to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that? Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.